1: And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Entrick a.k.a. KC Bubba. You can find me on the Twitter at BD Intric, B-D-E-N-T-R-E-K. Hope you guys enjoyed your Wednesday action on the diamond. Not as much offense as Tuesday, but still lots of fun. We had some good pitching. It was great to see for once. We'll get you updated on the news, notes, and more. Kicking you off here, the Atlanta Braves. They play Sam Hilliard on the IL with a heel contusion. Okay, that's no bueno, but Eddie Rosario did return to the lineup on Wednesday after missing a few games with his injury. Cedric Mullins had missed three straight games, make it four, and now he's placed on the I.L. for the Baltimore Orioles with a right abductor groin strain. That does not sound great. It, they were hoping it wasn't going to be a major deal, so I'm hoping this is a minimal stint on the I.L. Time will tell on this one, but not great. Mullins is having a great season when on the field he's been getting injured way too much for the liking of most fantasy managers everywhere. Philadelphia Phillies have recommended Tommy John surgery for their star pitching prospect, Andrew Painter. In the preseason, there was rumors that Painter would get a chance to pitch for the Phillies this season. Then he got hurt, and he's kept getting setback after setback after setback, and now it looks like TJ's in order for Andrew Painter. The Colorado Rockies, they reinstated Bruce Brent Suter from the IL and DFA'd Fernando Abad. It was kind of a, a weird one because Fernando Abad picked up the win on Tuesday. You don't see that very often, but uh, Abad said... Bye-bye, and Brent Suter is up with the Rockies. Jake Marincic of the Los Angeles Dodgers was placed in the IL with a hamstring strain. The Dodgers recalled prospect Johnny DeLuca, who people were, had high hopes for when he first got recalled. Didn't do much, got sent back to AAA. He's back. We'll see how this pans out second time around for Mr. DeLuca. Ryan Nota was scratched from Wednesday's game with a dental emergency, and now he's going to be out for some time with a fractured jaw, I believe, was what I saw recently. Weird, weird situation for Ryan Noda. Hope the best for the, the lefty that has been playing very, very well for on the season for the Oakland Athletics. John Gray, he was removed from his start on Wednesday with a bruised left shin. X-rays were negative. He is expected to make his next start. Hopefully, he can find that form that he had before his blister injury where he's been horrific since then. Adelis Garcia also left the game on Wednesday after getting hit by a pitch in his elbow. He couldn't even really move his arm as he's being taken off the field. X-rays were negative, though. He is day to day. We'll see how that one goes for Mister Adelise Garcia. On yesterday's show, I mentioned Trevor Story's going to start a rehab assignment this weekend, and we didn't know all the details. We just knew like DHing and whatnot. Well, some really cool details came out on Wednesday as Trevor Story is going to start his rehab assignment on Friday. He's going to play five innings at shortstop. Saturday, he'll DH. Five more games at a shortstop on Sunday. So it's really, really, really cool to see Story already back in the field where those were not the early expectations for Mr. Trevor story. The Kansas City Royals recalled Austin Cox from AAA and placed Daniel Lynch on the aisle with a left shoulder strain. Usually not good when we talk shoulder strains. Lynch has been not great this season. He's had his moments... But for the most part, better left for fantasy benches. Austin Cox has been up and down as well, so we'll see how this one pans out. It's the Royals after all, so keep your expectations low. We knew the Orioles were going to trade for pitching. We thought Lucas Giolito or some other options. Well, on Wednesday, they traded for Shintaro Fujinami from the Oakland Athletics. So the Orioles did get, get an arm. Fujinami's been much better pitching out of the bullpen for the A's than in the starting rotation. He was their big international signing for the A's this year. It hasn't really lived up to the hype. The A's received a left-handed pitching prospect, like a minor prospect, back in the deal from the O's. So we'll see how Fujinami fits into the action for the O's who just need pitching depth in general. The Seattle Mariners are calling up flamethrower Prelander Barroa, the 23-year-old. He's been just outstanding. Um, for those who listen to my Adventure with Bubba show, I did team previews, and I had Corbin Young on to preview the Seattle Mariners, and he brought up Barroa as a potential uh like late late season sleeper stud pitcher. Well in double A this year, Baroa has a 293 ERA over 46 innings. He's made five starts primarily out of the bullpen. In those 46 innings, Baroa has 69 strikeouts, a near 36% strikeout rate, does have a 16% walk rate, which is not ideal, but he is filthy. Pure filth on that mound. Really curious to see how that translates over to the Seattle Mariners. I'd imagine he stays in the bullpen, just gives them depth as they try to make a push for a wild card berth, but we'll see. He's got some fierce fierce stuff, and if anything, maybe he allows you to kind of piggyback with like a with a Woo or something to limit innings there and keep both arms going the entire season. Barroa last year also pitched around 100 innings, so he's just fine to get going for the rest of the season. Harrison Bader left Wednesday's game with a left posterior rib contusion after getting hit by a pitch for the Yankees. Bader just can't stay healthy. It's a shame. Hopefully, this is a minor one for him. Zach Davies was placed on the IL on Wednesday with lower back inflammation. Boo hoo! But uh, Joe Mantiply was recalled for the D-backs. We'll see how long Davies is out for with his back injury. Dancy Swanson has missed some time for the Cubs of late, but he's expected to return from the IL this weekend. He was eligible to return on Wednesday, I believe. Obviously, did not. He'll be back this weekend. Much needed for the Chicago Cubs. Last but not least, Nestor Cortez is scheduled to make a rehab start on Sunday for AAA Scranton. He'll need a few rehab starts before returning. They're still shooting for an early August return for Nestor Cortez, which would be great because uh, we all could use some fantasy, Yankees, everybody. Yankees need hitting. We'll get to that in a bit, but Nestor Cortez coming back would be quite an added boost to the Yankees' rotation. All right, everybody, underdog fantasy. Do you want to make some money making picks on MLB games? then you have to try underdog fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. An underdogs, pick game. You just pick your favorite baseball players and predict whether they will go higher or lower on stats like strikeouts, hits, and more. Pick two to five players, get all your picks right, and you can win up to 20 times your money in a single night. It's pretty cool based on how many picks you make. If you get them right, you get X amount, uh, like a boost to your bet. You can also use insurance, so you can, you can miss one and still make some money back, which is pretty cool. Uh, what I'm looking at, uh, Thursday's action there's a, a lot of really good pitchers, so I do like Blake uh, Blake Snell over 17 innings, uh, 17 pitching outs. I think he goes at least six innings for the Toronto Blue Jays. There's a handful of other really, really good ones to look at on this uh, Wednesday action. So get over to Underdog Fantasy, and if you're new to Underdog Fantasy, be sure to sign up with the promo code Pitcherlist P I T C H E R L I S T all one word, and Underdog will double your first deposit match up to $100. So you have some bonus cash to start playing with. Again, that's underdogfantasy.com or underdogfantasy in the App Store. Sign up with promo code PitcherList and get your fi- first deposit doubled up to $100. Real quick, you must be at least 18 or over in a present state where underdogfantasy operates, 19 or over in Alabama Nebraska, 21 or over in Massachusetts and Arizona. Terms do apply. If you're concerned with your play, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In New York, call one 877 8 hope ny And in Tennessee, call 1 800 889 9789. All right, a few hitting highlights from your Wednesday action on the Diamond. Nolan Gorman went two for four with a solo shot or a home run, four RBIs, and a stolen base, a combo meal for Nolan Gorman on Wednesday. Uh, Gorman was one of the biggest surprises to start the season, then hit the skids in a big, big way. Well, over his last five games, he has a five game hitting streak. Gorman is hitting 500. With three doubles, two homers, six runs scored, nine RBIs, and a stolen base. Maybe he figured something out, and a big final couple months of the season could be in store for Nolan Gorman. Edward Julian keeps getting it done. I'm going to try not to mention him every game, but it's just remarkable what he's doing. He's still severely under-rostered in a lot of formats. Julian went two for two with a home run, uh, a run scored, an RBI, and two walks on Wednesday. Julian now has a seven-game hitting streak where he's hitting 652 with three doubles, three homers, eight runs scored, five RBIs, and a stolen base. I gave you some stats the other day. You go back to when he got recalled. The dude is raking. Edward Julian, it's it's funny how prospects works, folks. He came up the first time, disappointed, went back down. Now he came back up and Polanco got hurt for this this latest injury for Polanco. And Julian has made a point that it's going to be tough to force his bat out of the lineup when Jorge Polanco comes back any day now. So really good stuff for Edward Julian. Chaz McCormick, we have a crowded outfield in Houston, especially when uh, Jordan Alvarez comes back shortly because it'll move more pieces to the outfield. But for now, McCormick is hitting and hitting well. On Wednesday, McCormick went two for four with a home run, a run scored, and two RBIs. Since June 29th, McCormick is hitting 392 with five home runs. That's nuts alone, but 13 runs scored and 14 RBIs with two stolen bases. He's stuffing the stat sheet in Roto. Doesn't play every day, plays close to every day, though, and just stuffing stats like that will help out any fantasy team. So keep an eye on Chaz McCormick where you need him, especially in those five outfielder leagues. Definitely viable in those formats. Make sure you check out the Daily Batters Box article on pitcherlist.com to get all your details on the day's top hitters. Some starting pitching highlights on Wednesday. Brandon Belak of the Houston Nationals went in the Coors Field, and he won. Five and two-thirds innings pitched, no earned, one one hit and three walks with four strikeouts for Belak. He only had eight whiffs, only a 21% CSW, so he didn't dominate. That's kind of where I wanted to go with this. He's pitched extremely well since getting put back in the rotation in early July. uh, Belak has made three starts. He's gone 17 and two-thirds innings, only allowed two earned runs in those three starts, but does have eight walks. And only 13 strikeouts. So he's been effective, but his whip is still not ideal. He's not getting a ton of strikeouts. So if you need wins, could be your dude. If you need some ERA help, could be your dude. Uh, BLAC will be streamable for now as long as he sticks in this rotation. Just know he's not fooling a lot of people, and that'll lead to a blowup from time to time. I kind of mentioned how the Yankees needed hitters earlier. Griffin Canning struck out 12 on Monday, Patrick Sandoval looked filthy in seven and a third on Tuesday. Well, Chase Silseth made a spot start on Wednesday. And Chase Silseth, who, you know, he's been a guy that's been adding and dropped throughout the season when he's gotten called up because there's some prospect uh, excitement behind Silseth. He showcased it on Wednesday. Silseth, five and two-thirds innings, only one earned, four hits, and two walks with 10 strikeouts against the Yankees. This Yankees offense is putrid. It got even better to me for Silseth, 14 whiffs, and an insane 45% CSW. Silseth looked great. I'm still going to be cautiously optimistic when it comes to his fantasy upside. A, I don't know how much he's going to stick in the rotation. It's supposed to be Otani's spot. Otani got moved to Friday, so it's not going to be a full-time opening in the rotation. But we'll see. With an outing like that from Silseth, he's earned the right to, I think, get a second start. So we'll see how this one goes. Then Eduardo Rodriguez made his third start back from the IL, and he looked great against Kansas City. talked about him on yesterday's show as a guy to target for DFS because KC struggles versus lefties. Well, Erod went seven innings, two earned, four hits, zero walks. That's the big thing for Erod. Can he limit the walks? He did that, and seven more strikeouts. Rodriguez had 15 lifts and a 30% CSW. He now has seven strikeouts in all three starts since coming back from the IL. Uh, in those three starts, Rodriguez has thrown 16 innings. He still has allowed nine runs, but he's allowed two earned runs in each of his last two starts. It was the first start blown up, and he has those 21Ks that I mentioned. So over his last two starts, Only four run runs and 14 strikeouts uh, in 12 innings pitched. So that's been very, very effective for Erod as he gets healthier and and farther away from that IL stint. Big boy stuff coming for Mr. Eduardo Rodriguez. Make sure you tune into the Plus Pitch Podcast with Nick Pollock and read his daily SP roundup to get caught up on all things starting pitching. Some relief pitching highlights from Wednesday. Alexis Diaz picked up his 27th save for the Cincinnati Reds as they stopped the Giants' seven-game winning streak. David Bednar picked up his 18th save for the Pirates. Felix Bautista continues to just be ridiculous, like a 50% K rate and whatnot. And he picked up his 26th save of the season on Wednesday. Trevor May, back to back games with saves, now has eight saves on the season for the Oakland Athletics. Devin Williams picked up save 24 for the Brew Crew. Josh Hader picked up save 23 for the Padres. Mentioned this yesterday when Kevin Ginkle got his first save of the season that there might be a changing of the guard in Arizona. Kevin Ginkle picked up his second save of the season on Wednesday. Back to back days for Ginkle in the back end of that D-backs bullpen. Just be cautious. It's a revolving door. If he struggles, then it might be a McGuff again. Chaffin's on the paternity list. There's a lot of options there, but for now, looks like they're going to give Kevin Ginkle a chance in Arizona. Alex Lane picked up his 16th save of the season for the Detroit Tigers, and Johan Duran picked up his 16th save of the year for the Minnesota Twins. Make sure you read the Daily Relief Ranks article on PitcherList.com for more information on all things relief pitching. All right, before we take a look at Thursday's Action on the Diamond, let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsors.
0: When it comes to weight management, we tend to put our focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat, and that's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization so you can manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps you build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. Try Noom today and see the results for yourself. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up for your trial today.
1: And welcome back to the First Pitch Podcast brought to you by PitcherList.com. I'm your host, Brian Hitchkin, a.k.a. KC Bubba. Some DFS targets. It's a seven-game early slate starting at 12.20 p.m. Eastern time. There's like three games in the evening. So we'll focus on a seven-game early slate. Michael Kopech has been horrific. He's been walking everybody, which leads to early exits and more White Sox bullpen. So I like the Mets in that action. Don't mind the White Sox on the flip side because Jose Quintana makes his return from the IL. And then Detroit Tigers versus uh, Granky as well. There's a lot of elite pitching on this slate, so we're talking we're, we're targeting some scrubby pitchers indeed. On the pitching side of things, though, Spencer Strider going up against Arizona I like a lot. I'm going to keep riding the, the Blake Snell um, hot streak Going to ride that one until the wheels fall off. And if you want a bit of savings on uh, Thursday, Taiwan Walker has been very, very effective against Milwaukee Brewers in Philadelphia. So I don't mind Walker as a value pitcher on the seven-game early slate. Some things I'm looking forward to on Thursday, Andrew Abbott versus the Giants in Great American Small Park. Abbott has been very, very effective. And this will be his, I believe, first start since the All-Star break. So looking forward to seeing what Andrew Abbott does against the Giants. Zach Gallen versus Spencer Strider. That's a fun one. It's been a slugfest and then a kind of a 5 3 game. So I would say a pitcher's duel compared to the night before between these two teams. And now you get the two aces. Gallen started the All Star game. Obviously, we know who Spencer Strider is. So Gallen versus Strider is a fun one in Hotlanta. Atlanta. Then you got Blake Snell versus Toronto. Like I said, I'm going to keep watching this Blake Snell action and ride it till the wheels fall off. Then I'll do it, folks. Another episode of the First Pitch Podcast in the books. Before we head on out, Go to PitcherList.com. Go check out all the free content, the articles, the podcasts, and much, much more, and then help grow the brand even more by joining PL Plus and PL Pro. You will not regret it. The Discord's worth the price in itself, plus you get tons of extra content, tools, and much, much more. Already what they're working on for 2024 is ridiculous. This gets you in the door right out the gate, and you get to help them with ideas to make it bigger and better at PitcherList.com, so go check out PL Plus and PL Pro. That'll do it, folks. I'll be back to you guys tomorrow to preview uh, Friday's action, recap Thursday, the usual end-of-the-week stuff for you. But for now, this was your first pitch podcast, Thursday, July 20th edition. Hope you all have a great day.
0: This has been the first pitch podcast brought to you by pitcherlist.com.
1: If you enjoyed today's episode, rate us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at PitcherList and help support what we do by joining our Discord with PitcherList Plus at PitcherList.com slash plus.